So, Brother Kenny, what you just said sounds like that I've got to do push on for my salvation. All right. I'll show you where that's not true. Uh, I've had a lot of people ask me about this verse in, in times past, and then one lady came to me one time, she it just really concerned. She said, I've always been taught that salvation is by grace through faith. What are they talking about in Revelation when you have to overcome for your salvation? You have to overcome for the tree of life. You have to, uh, he says it several times to the in the letters to the church, to pay attention to he that overcomes. Well, what is it? First of all, we must understand the verses within their context. Uh, though one thing uh, that is said several times in Revelation, uh, it is talking about the end times and during the tribulation. We studied that a year or so ago a little bit. Uh, but during the tribulation, you understand that the, that the church, the body of Christ, has been taken out of the way, that the Holy Spirit has been taken out of the way. There will be some that will be saved during the tribulation. Well, not just some. There are 144,000 we know of, of just men of Jewish of the Jewish nation will be saved and other Gentile nations will be saved. But their salvation is by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. But they will suffer persecution Great persecution. You think, well, we're persecutors, Christians. No, we're not. We've got it on easy street here. Nobody's ever knocked down them doors with a machine gun in their hand and threatened to shoot every one of you if, if, unless you denounce Jesus Christ. But those are the kind of things that are going to happen during the tribulation. The believers are going to go through great persecution and suffering, and, and they've got to stay true to what they believe uh, stay true to their faith. So one, you got to look at it in context that the, those who don't deny the Lord, that those who stayed firm to the end, that overcome their strength they know is in Christ, that pervert, they persevere to the end, uh, will be saved. They are saved by grace through faith, but it's going to take a lot of it, is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, we, we, we say we have faith. But you don't know you have faith until somebody's tied your hands behind your back and, and threatened to cut your head off unless you denounce Jesus Christ. That's faith. And that's what Job was talking about. Though he slay me, yet will I serve him. Yet will I trust him. That's, that's saving faith. That is difficult times. But I want you to know this morning that the persevering of the Christians, the, I would rather call it the preservation of the Christians, is done by God, not you. Where do I get that from? Listen to some of the verses that Jesus prayed. Uh, John 7, he says, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I kept. Jesus is praying to the Father, and he says, Those you gave me, I have kept. Is that not encouraging to you? Look at this, listen to this verse. I'll go to another. John 10, uh, 27, 20. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Listen to this. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my Father's hand. Anybody ever heard that verse before? 
My Father which gave me them is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Huh. I didn't hear one amen. Do you know that once you are saved, you are always saved? I don't believe once you are saved, you can't do anything to get unsaved. You say, well, Brother Kenny, I've heard people claim to be saved and, and then they just denounced their faith and said they don't believe it anymore and went away. I don't believe that person was ever saved to start with. Because that verse right there tells me no man is able to pluck them out of, not even you. I don't believe that the Holy Spirit within you would allow you to do such a thing once you have fully trusted Jesus as your personal Savior. You are forever his. You are kept and preserved by him once you are saved. So the preservation of the saints is up to God. He keeps you. He protects you. Look to what he told uh, Peter. He said, Satan has desired to have you, that you sift you as wheat. But Jesus says, but I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. Isn't it good to know that Jesus is praying for me? He's making intercession to me. He's or for me to the Father, and he's praying, don't let his faith fail. Holy Spirit, keep him in the Father's hand. That's what I'm talking about. You cannot lose yourself. The preservation of the saints, not the perseverance, the preservation of the saints is up to God. So now I've established uh, some awesome verses that tell us uh, what he's talking about. So, <coughs> excuse me. It's pollen season, by the way, y'all. Um, so these awesome verses of our of Jesus praying for us and keeping us in the Father's hand. So what is John talking about in 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 Revelation when he says that they overcome? He tells us in First John uh, five four. He tells us exactly what he's talking about. Listen to this. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So even the saints in the Old Testament, as us today, we overcome, we are saved through our faith in Jesus Christ. And he keeps us. Is that clear to everybody? He gives us another verse in 5.5. 5. He says, who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the preservation of the saints, uh, not the perseverance of the saints. It's, it's only accomplished by the power of God and not man. So, I just wanted to take a minute and declare that up, that I'm not talking about for your salvation. I'm not talking about enduring and persevering for your salvation. I'm talking about just daily trials that come, daily difficulties that come, things that come uh, with sal salvation. Because you believe, what did he tell Peter? Satan would sift you as wheat. Satan would love to destroy you. He, he knows he can't have your soul, so he's going to try his best to defeat you. 
I don't know what's in my throat, but it really needs to get out. <clears throat> Struggling this morning. What I want to encourage you with today is how do you overcome that? How do you get through that? How do you get to them times you just know you've been there and you just say, you know what, I just can't do this. I just can't do it anymore. How do you do it? You just keep fighting? You got nothing to hope for? Nothing, just just keep going? My dad used to say, any job worth doing is worth doing twice. You just keep going. You just keep going. You keep fighting. Uh, the reward is much greater as we finished our little project. It, well, my son is building a little racing buggy thing. We started out about four or five months ago with a bunch of pipes in the floor and an engine and some tires and wheels, and there it was. We went to bending and welding and notching and making all kinds of brackets, and I was like, wow, I've got myself in a big mess. And we worked on that thing. He had a race Friday, and we worked on that thing for 24 hours Thursday without stopping so he could be at the race. Yeah, I've lost my mind. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know why? Because I spent time with my kids. I got to help them understand you don't give up. You don't quit. You persevere. This is a life lesson here. Yeah, it's a big task. Yeah, it looks like a big mess. And, and I've been in a mess before, and I, oh, I can't do this. And my old brother just says, Kenny, how do you eat an elephant? I'm like, what has this got to do with anything? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. It may seem huge, but you can get it if you eat it one bite at a time. Your problem may be monumental, but it's one bite at a time. One step at a time. And we have the promises in God's word that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He'll be with us through every step. If he has called you, he who began a good work in you, he will perform it. You just be faithful one bite at a time. One bite at a time. I'm trying to encourage you. I don't know why the Lord gave me this message today. Maybe there's somebody out here that's going through a difficult time. You're going through something. You said, you know what? I'm throwing in the towel. I quit. I want to tell you today, if God's called you to do it, if you're doing what God wants you to do, he'll see you through it. No matter how difficult it may be. Let's look at some of the promises of God. Uh, before we do that, let me make a statement here. I've seen in my little short life several people that were right at the point of breakthrough come into a victory in their life and you know what they gave in and they quit I thought just just another day just another week you would have been through it but they threw in the towel and said I quit they gave in to temptation they gave in to what uh, God was working to do great things in their life, and they get. And I'm reminded of the children of Israel. He called them out of Egypt. He he delivered them from Pharaoh. They crossed the Red Sea. He gave them the Ten Commandments. He said, "Now go to the Promised Land, just a week's journey or so away. Go to the Promised Land. I've got a land of milk and honey. They got grapes you can barely hardly you can barely carry them on a stick." 
They said, just a land of plenty, and it's yours for the taking. And they go all that way, and then they go, so there's giants in the land. There's an elephant in the land, and we can't eat it. We can't do that. And that entire generation missed out on the wonderful blessing of God because of unbelief. Where are you at? Are you right at the point of breaking through of something great that God wants to do in your life and you're ready to just throw in the towel because you don't believe you can do it? That you don't believe that God can do it through you? I want to encourage you today, stand on his promises, stand on his word. James says that the trying of our faith, he says, but let perfect, uh, let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. See, our, our trials and our difficulties and the things that God brings us to, a lot of times he's teaching us lessons. Uh, we have to go through difficult times. Uh, I heard a story of a, a preacher, I guess, told one time, if I can get it right, just came to me. Well, how the someone was, was traveling up a mountain to get to the other side or something and, and, and along the way was a big rock, a big boulder in the path and a big cliff here and a big cliff there no way around so they had to chip away at this rock and chip away and chip away, so tiring so difficult but they all along just chipping away and busting them throwing rocks off and, and little did they know that after they got that rock out of the way that the last part of the mountain you could do nothing but climb with your arms. But you know a chipping away of that rock made them forearms so strong that they were able to do it? I think I got that story right. I always thought I heard that as a little kid and it just came back to me. The things that you go through, the trials you go through, a lot of times God is preparing you. He's building character. He's making patience, giving you patience because he knows what's coming. I've told the story before of how I used to go out west and go hunting in these mountains. And I'd go up, you know, 10, 11,000 feet where there is no oxygen. Trust me, I know. You, you, I've been standing around up there just trying to look through binoculars and go, <sighs> and I'm not even working. But I'd climb them out. But the months before, I would run and I would train and I would discipline my body. And my body thought I was trying to kill it. But my mind knew what was ahead. Our Heavenly Father knows what's ahead. A lot of times your difficulty, he's preparing you for a greater blessing. He's preparing you for things that he has for you. So Paul or Pete, or James says to let your, your, the working of your faith bring patience. Uh, don't give up when you feel uh, weary from long battles and, and you just feel persistent weakness. As Jesus says, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, Paul says, I would rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest on me. to glory in your infirmity, to glory in the difficult times because you know that Christ in you, the hope of glory, will perform it. He's doing something better that you don't even understand. Don't give up when, when you're <clears throat> asking for prayers. 
You ever been prayed for prayed for something for years and years and just wonder, God's never going to answer my prayer? Have you ever been there? I, okay, I'm the one. I got it. But he gives a parable, and this one's for me, obviously, because nobody's ever been there, of a widow who is persistent in her prayer in Luke chapter 18, verse 1. He says that uh, to be effect, effective that you ought always pray and not lose heart. Sometimes even in our prayers, it's difficult. Do you think they don't go past the ceiling, that God's not hearing it? For years I've heard people pray for their husband, brother, sister, mother, father to be saved. And it took years. Don't give up in prayer. Don't lose heart in prayer. God's word promises that he hears us. And in his time, he will uh, perform it, the, the request. Don't give up when the devil's throwing these fiery darts. Uh, when, they, when it seems like everything you do, the devil's fighting you from every direction. Ephesians 6 tells us, that, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand. Having all to stand, stand. A lot of times that's, we, we get to a place where I believe that God has called us to do something. I believe he gives us a mind to think and to do. A lot of people get stuck up in this thing that, well, if God wants it done, he'll get it done through me, and I'm just going to stand here and wait. No, 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 no. That's not how it works, people. When you've done all you can do to stand, stand. He give you a mind to think with. He give you the ability. He give you the Holy Spirit to inspire you. He expects you to do something. How do I know that? God's word tells me that. God's word gives me exactly. What about Moses when they crossed the Red Sea? Oh, they just went up to the Red Sea and God parted and they walked across on dry ground. When they all got across, Pharaoh and his army was killed. God took care of it. They didn't do anything, right? Back up a verse or two. God told him, I'm going to take you across the Red Sea. But he said, Moses, by faith, you must push your staff in the water. You've got to make the first step that you trust me, that you have a faith enough in me that I will part this Red Sea. Sometimes God expects you to take the first step of faith. And then he takes over. Is that clear to everybody? Don't just sit there and say, oh, God's going to do it. I'm just going to wait for him. Sometimes he wants you to take a step of faith first. Put action to your words first. And then you'll go. But when Satan, I got off on a sidetrack there. When you've done all you do to stand, stand. When Satan's fighting you from every angle, he says, above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The shield of faith. Don't give up when, uh, <clears throat> when the job the Lord has assigned you to do is hard and things don't look promising. That's what I read you in the very beginning. Galatians, our text is Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Don't be weary in well-doing. Sunday school teachers, it looks like you're not making any impact at all. Uh, sometimes I wonder, am I really doing what God wants me to do? Am I, is it really worth it sometimes? Satan just eats at you about that. I know, I've been a Sunday school teacher, I've been a deacon, I've, 
and a pastor now, and Satan will just attack you from every side. You're wasting your time. Ain't nobody going to walk down. Nobody's going to get saved down there. That youth, that youth program's not going to grow. It's just the way it's always been. God's got greater things. If we'll trust him for it, we'll see the great hand of God work in our lives. But we've got to be patient, and we've got to keep trusting him. Don't give up. Don't be wary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. Don't give up. For these of you that work behind the scenes and wonder, and what I do and even matter. Does anybody even see all the hard work I do? Now, y'all don't know, but every Sunday, Miss Tony comes in here, and she gives me a bulletin, and she gives me a bottle of water. And when Miss Tony's not here, I'm lost. I have to go get my own bulletin. And my throat is scratchy the entire service because I didn't think to go get it. That's a behind-the-scene worker. I very much appreciate it. But whether I saw it or said it or not, who else sees it? Your Father in Heaven sees it. He knows what you do in secret. He tells us that. Uh, uh, blessed are ye when men... Uh, no, I'm, uh, uh, let me back up. Matthew 6, he says, Thine alms, when you pray, let your alms that they may be secret, that thy Father which is in, seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. So those of you who work behind the scenes and you wonder if it's ever worth, if you're doing the work for the Lord, that's enough because he's going to see. He knows what you've done and he promises he will reward you openly. Don't ever get weary in doing things behind the scenes. There are a lot of people here that do a lot of things behind the scenes that don't seem like they're all that great, but they're very much needed. And whether we, whether I stand up here and acknowledge you or we acknowledge you or have a special day for you because of that shouldn't really matter because your Heavenly Father sees. He knows. Don't give up when your reputation is damaged because you're trying to be faithful to Jesus. Jesus says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Blessed are you. Don't give up when your waiting on God seems endless. You ever waited on God to answer a prayer? You ever waited on God to do something and it just seemed like, how long, Lord? How long do I have to go? Don't give up. Uh, Isaiah 40 uh, verse 30 and 31 it says even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young man shall utterly fall but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run they sh and not be weary they shall walk and not faint wait on the Lord he's showing you something he's teaching don't give up when you have failed in sin that's a big one there, isn't it? When you've done something, you say, you know what, I blew it. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have acted that way. I shouldn't have said that thing. I shouldn't have done that. God will never use me now. That is the biggest tool, a lie that Satan will ever tell you. 
that I did, I went through a divorce. God will never use me now. That's the biggest lie I got that Satan will ever tell you. How do I know that? I've seen people go through, what, what about King David? Yeah, did he sin? Did God use him? Yes. What about Peter who denied Christ? Did God use him? Yes. The answer is yes, people. But, you know. God used him in a great way. What about Paul? All these men of God, when they, when they did things they weren't supposed, uh, supposed to, he says, if we confess our sins, he's talking to Christians, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Don't let sin defeat you. Yes, it's ugly. Yes, it's wrong. But if you confess it to the Lord, Lord, I agree with you that this is wrong, and by your strength, by your power, you'll help me through it. He'll bring you up out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clock, uh, clay, and set your feet on a rock to stay. He can do all things. All things are possible with God. I want to encourage you. How many times have you, how many times have people come to a point of just seems like there was no hope, there was no point in going on, i just going to quit. I'm just going to throw in the towel. It's not worth it. And they were just on this side of victory. I'm going to leave you with a story, and I don't. Anybody know Steve Jobs? If you don't, he's the guy that did this. Do you all know that he dropped out of college? He was a college dropout. What a failure. Do you know that Apple fired him? Do you all know that about Steve Jobs? Do you know that he created this thing here that just about everybody in the world has now? He went on back and, and bought out Apple and owned Apple. You're talking about don't quit. Don't give up when things get tough. I mean, he, he said he had his whole life uh, focused on being such a great tech guy for Apple. He just wanted to work for Apple to make that company great for, for his, uh, his superiors. <coughs> He's focused his whole life, and then they fired him. He thought it was the end of the world, but he didn't quit. He didn't give up. Now, I don't know that God was in that. But I believe that's the kind of attitude God wants us to have as Christians. I mean, if Steve Jobs can do that, as far as I know, wasn't a Christian. How much more can you do by the power of the Holy Spirit? How much more can you do by the God of this universe that's on your side? to guide you, that promise you, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I can do all things, all the promise, 365 of them. Just get in there and try to find them. One for every day of the year. Don't give up. Don't quit. The reward is much greater than you'll ever know. You may be right at the point of God doing something great in your life, and you just want to throw in the towel. 
I want to encourage you today, don't do it. God will lead you. God will direct you. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that you never leave us nor forsake us. Father, it is difficult sometimes in the days of trials and tribulations and suffering and Lord, all the things that go through, that we go through with Satan are just bringing us down, but we thank you we have an advocate with the Father in Jesus Christ who prays for us, who encourages us, and they give us his Holy Spirit to strengthen us, to guide us along the way. Lord, help us to be, to endure and to wait patiently on you that you would get the, all the glory out of our each and every one of our lives. Get the glory and honor out of this church and, and all that we do, Lord. It just seems so frustrating at some times, but Lord, we know that you're in it. And we know that you have great things that you want to do. Lord, help us to be faithful. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.